again to another edition of The Punt. It's our second edition, our AFL Round 10 edition, brought to you by a good mate at sport, uh, points bet, where every point matters. I'm going to cut that out, JD. Um, with us here is a very special guest. It is one of the senior traders of points bet. It's Jack JD Devine, also making his podcast debut. JD, welcome. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me tonight. Very, very, very welcome. Well, uh, basically, we're going to go through all round 10 games. We're going to preview them from a punter's point of view, giving you our little golden nuggets. We're going to go through that all. JD's got his little tips. But we're going to uh, start things off with our weekly promo. There was the uh, Lance Franklin, four goals, $4. We had Joe Danaher, three goals, $3. We had the Dangerwood promo last week. Dangerwood or Sailwood leading disposals at $3. What is the big promo for this weekend's round of 40, JD? All right, George. Well, tomorrow night, Hawthorne, Sydney at the MCG, we have Tom Mitchell to get 35 disposals or more at $3. I mean, with the rain expected tomorrow in Melbourne, you think that one's probably going to hit. A lot of contests, a lot of congestion, so make sure you get on that punters. Great value at $3. $3. That's absolute money for jam. And uh, just our points best rolling promo throughout the entire season. If you put money on a team... And your team leads by 20 points or more, your bet settles as a win. And I keep saying that because that is an absolutely ludicrous promo. It's absolutely gone gangbusters. Better than all other competitors. Um, terms and conditions are on our website as well. But always, guys, remember to gamble responsibly. Don't chase your losses. But we're going to go straight into tomorrow night's contest. Hawthorne v Sydney. Hawthorne $1.87 when I wrote this down. But they've gone out to about a dollar seventy-five. They've come out to be um, higher favourites. Sydney from a dollar ninety-four has gone out to two dollars. Line was two dollars fifty, uh, two point five. Now it's gone out to five point five. So Hawthorne, there's a big lean towards them. Uh, JD, what have you got in this game? Yeah, well, I think we've seen that line move this afternoon. The news obviously broke that Lance Franklin didn't get on the plane for Sydney, so yep. he wasn't probably expected to play. But once you hear that news confirmed, you're going to see a line move. Um, as I said, we've got 20 mils of rain expected at the MCG tomorrow night, and we're just a stone's throw away from it now, and it's already starting to come down. It's yep. cold, it's fresh, it's freezing. So I think I think it's going to be a tight game. And as we've seen, I think the under, the last two rounds of football, the under's been 15-3 and three across the two rounds. So mm. you can probably lean on a more congested game style. There's teams that are playing a man behind the ball a lot more, like the Brisbane and the Sydneys of the world. So... The lines are probably skewed a bit towards the under now, but in my experience with these things, it always takes a while for it to catch up to these trends and what the actual current game style of play is at the moment. So, I don't know. If you blindly take the under every every game this week, you're probably going to come out with a profit. Tomorrow night, uh, we saw Hawthorne this time last year, or not this time last year, but round 20 last year. I think they were 14.5-point underdogs in this game against Sydney. Um they came out and won that game outright by six points. So they've got a pretty good record. 
I was lean in Sydney earlier in the week, but now the buddy's definitely out. Mm. Probably a bit of a stay away from me. Rain expected. Anything could happen, but I think the rain does suit Sydney. Rain does suit Sydney, but it also suits the Hawks. Get this. The Hawks are 10-2 and two when playing in rain since 2014 and 4-2 and two in price between $1.50 and $2.50. So it could be anyone's ball game. Like you said, Swans have a, a heavy lean. They're 13-5 and five when playing in the rain over the last four seasons. So... Like I said, both the, the conditions suit both sides. Um, last four games for both teams have ended in unders, so that uh, sort of complements what you said about the unders as well. Uh, and also, if you want to have a look at some players, Josh Kennedy's averaged 28 disposals and 104 fantasy points against his old club. So look at our player props and get on the overs. James Sisley's regi- registered 25-plus touches in three of his five games in 2018, but you'd think he'd go under. Tall defender... Heavy, rainy conditions. I just don't think he could get that. So, Kennedy, disposals, fantasy points over. Sicily, touches under. That's what we got. Uh, now, we're going to go over to Spotless Stadium on a Saturday afternoon. GWS, $1.52. West Coast, $2.55. The line is 11.5. JD, what have you got? Well, as we've heard all week, Nick Natanui suspended for one week for a pretty innocuous incident, in my opinion. Yeah. The- Twitterverse is up in arms about it. The media are up in arms about it. Uh, it's just, I don't think it's a good look for the game to spend in the big man for a week. But I'd say on the back of that, Luke Shuey also missing from his injury last week against Port Adelaide. I really strongly lean GWS here. That's one of my best bets of the week, the minus 11.5. Patton's been dropped by Leon Cameron, which is a big, big statement by him. I don't mind it. I think it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Jeremy Cameron's back in. I think... They get back up to spotless. They're gonna, they're gonna uh, make amends for their pretty poor performance last Friday night down in Geelong. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely on the minus eleven and a half for the Giants here, mate. Yeah, um, guys, Giants record at home when favourites seventeen and three. Seventeen wins out of twenty games when entering as zero to twenty point favourites, and they got the eleven and a half. GWS also six and two when following a loss since twenty seventeen. And West Coast are four and ten when they are underdogs at twenty points or less, and have uh, have not beaten the spread uh, well. Thirty six percent, they've only uh, covered the spread. So everything that JD said is absolute gospel. It looks like it could go GWS's way. However, Josh Kennedy of West Coast has kicked thirty five goals in eight games against them. So if you're looking for a um, for a little player prop. Highest points in the game, I'd go Josh Kennedy from West Coast. Um, I don't think anyone can match up with him. Um, now, we'll go to the, the blockbuster at the MCG on Saturday afternoon. Carlton take on Essendon. Can Carlton beat Essendon? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, they're going to have to score 100 points. And I don't know if they can. They have not reached 100 points or more in 40 matches straight. Yeah, I saw their average in 66 points a game this year. Essendon, not that much better, though, to be honest. They're averaging no. 81, which is down from the 95 they averaged in 2017. We've seen a pretty steady stream of money this week on the plus for Carlton, which is a bit interesting. It's brought it in from 24.5, the opening line, into 17.5 tonight mm. at some bookies. So, not sure what's behind that after Carlton have been very poor this year and... Uh, so, yeah, I don't two, know what to do with this yeah, game. Yeah. Two big rivals in pretty desperate mode at the moment. Yeah. Carlton $3.20, Essendon $1.36 um, on points bet last time I checked. 
Essendon are nine and three though when twenty to forty point favourites since twenty fourteen, but they've covered the line only twice in those twelve games. So if you're looking at the line, I'm looking at Carlton. Um, but Essendon, their third quarter woes. They've lost all seven of their third quarters so far this season for an overall percentage of thirty nine. Um, so I don't know, guys. If Carlton is close at halftime, if they're within a goal, um, like. They're, in each, they're every chance to win. Um, my player prop would go to Dyson Heppel. He averages 113 fantasy points a game versus Carlton in his entire career. So get your money on Dyson Heppel over fantasy points. I assume it would be around the 90 to 100 mark. Yeah, I'd probably lean to the under in this game. You can, I found 160.5 at some books, and there's 154.5 at other books. So there's a pretty decent gap there in the middle, but... As we said, with the scoring woes of both teams, there's still a bit of weather around in Melbourne on Saturday morning, yeah. probably. Uh, yeah, lean the under there. Yeah, totally. Um, then we're going to go to the Gabba, where we're going to see Gold Coast host Melbourne. Gold Coast 3.35, Melbourne $1.33. The line's at 21.5. Um, Melbourne have won their last four meetings against the Suns. But when Melbourne are actually favourites by a pricing of $1.20 to $1.50, they're actually 50%. And that has actually resulted in a loss of turnover if you bet on the said games. And that just comes back to Melbourne. Consistently inconsistent team. Gold Coast, could they snatch an upset? It looks so. Melbourne are 4-1 and one against the spread, though, as favourites in their last five games. But they've only covered it 33% of the time when entering as those 10 to 30-point favourites since 2014. So, Gold Coast, are they a chance, J.D.? Yeah, well, as a tortured Melbourne fan, George, I can completely understand those stats about being favourites and not getting the job done. I think the Gold Coast can lean on the Steve Mays back this week from his finger injury, which is just in time. Yep. The mess that Jesse Hogan and Tom McDonald have been doing to some back lines the last few weeks. So Steve Mays definitely a big in there. I'd probably lean the D's to get the job done, but on the road, favourites, as you said. It's not a great recipe for D's. No. Nah. No, it's not, but I kind of like the D's here. Jesse Hogan, like you touched on, has averaged, uh, sorry, he's registered 100 plus fantasy points four times this season. And if you're looking at a sneaky player prop, I'm not just going one, I'm going like probably the entire Melbourne midfield, and I'm talking about Angus Brayshaw, Clayton Oliver. Um, I'm even talking about Maxi Gorn, because the Suns have allowed three or more players to register 30 plus disposals in three of their last four games. So, like I said, you've got Clayton Oliver, you've got Angus Brayshaw, maybe Jake Malksham is in there. Um, I was going to say Jack Viney, but he's playing VFL this year. So, I, I would heavily go, if you put. All three on the overs, you're going to probably win two or three. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Um, so now we're going to the showdown. Possibly, I actually like this round because there's some games that are underwhelming and same games that are going to be absolute rippers. Friday night's one. This game's another one. The showdown, it's like the grand final of Adelaide. No matter what their form is coming into this game, goes out the window. Adelaide, when priced between a dollar twenty-five to a dollar seventy-five coming into games, they've won sixty-nine percent of the time. Twenty wins, nine losses. And are 30 wins, 9 losses when entering games at Adelaide Oval as favourites since 2014. Uh, Port Adelaide, uh, what can you say about them? They're 2-6 against Adelaide at Adelaide Oval with an average losing margin of 36 points. Yeah, well, as we've seen, Port Adelaide, uh, Port Adelaide have lost the last five showdowns, including the 84-point demo demolition yeah. in round 20 last year, which I think of from memory was in the wet as well, which makes it yeah. even more impressive for Adelaide. Paddy Ryder's second game up this year, he should be better for the week. 
the week um, week of form he got last week. But I mean, Port. I watched a lot of that game last week against West Coast. Their disposal was terrible. There's a lot. There's a lot of shortcomings that they're showing at the moment. Um, no Rory Sloan for Adelaide, which should help the power. Obviously, if Port can fix their disposal by foot, which was very poor last week, I kind of actually lean them to bounce back. As we know. Anything can happen in a showdown. There's a lot of uh, tension on the line. Adelaide Oval will be packed, and I don't mind the plus 11.5 that you can get around some traps at the moment there. Yeah, um, but another thing that probably goes against Port Adelaide is that they are 2 and... Uh, sorry, not 2 and 6. They've only won 2 of 10 games when priced above $1.97 at Adelaide Oval since 2014. So everything's going against them. Like you said, Port Adelaide need to clean up their kicking. But if there was one game that I'd probably put money on to go over, I'd go this game. Because Port Adelaide are 0-3 in the under in their last three games. And this game could, because it's a showdown, because it's going to be contested. But both these teams, they end up playing high-scoring games. So I'm really looking forward to this game. Like I said, 10.5 line looks really, really good. Eddie Betts has averaged four goals in his last three games against the Power. And Rory Laird has registered 30 or more touches in every single game this year. Yeah, I, I don't mind the over there at all, mate. No. Like, I don't think you're going to find these teams playing the man behind the ball. No. Hinkley plays that slingshot style of offense through the middle, yep. uh, feasting on a turnover at that half-back line. So, yeah, we hope it's a nice, fine night in Adelaide, and we can definitely see this one going over 171.5. Yeah, definitely. Now, we're going to go from Adelaide to Melbourne. Um, Bulldogs taking on Brisbane, and surprisingly, Bulldogs, if they win this game, could go 4-4 four and four after a poor first start. Poor start to the year. Um, everyone was kind of on their back. Uh, but a good thing, a positive spin for the Bulldogs in this game against the Lions. They're 76% win rate when 10 to 30 point favourites since 2014. And they're 16 and 7 when we, when entering games priced between $1.25 and $1.50. And also 24 and 9 when entering as favourites at Etihad Stadium. So they love playing at Etihad Stadium when they're favourites. They're taking on a Brisbane side that still can't get that win. But uh, it's going. I think this is another potentially good contest. Yeah, it is definitely something I'm looking forward to in this game. Is a bit of an early mouthwatering clash between young guns Eric Hipwood and Bulldogs' new draftee Aaron Norton in the yep. back line. That should be a good clash of those two guys. Uh, what can you say about Brisbane? They've been gallant <laughs> in a lot of games this year. They yep. probably should have beat the Pies on Sunday last week. I think Chris Fagan's a great coach, and I'm just hoping he gets the breakthrough soon. Another loss, and it's the first time since 2011 they've lost their first seven games of a season. So yeah. I'm really hoping they break through soon, but I'm not sure it's going to be this week with Bontempelli back, I think. Yeah, um, I heard he's back. Yeah. yeah, so... From one of our very favourite uh, employees uh, ranting about Bontempelli when, when he came in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jackson McRae registered 120 plus fantasy points in four games this year. Lockie Hunt is averaging 29 disposals in 2018. And Brisbane are yet to win a first quarter so far this year with a percentage of 41%. So if they hold the first quarter, um, I'd say that they might be a chance. But uh, when you're looking at first quarter line and margin, I'd, I'd heavily back the dogs. The dogs are $1.40 in this game. Brisbane 295 with a 17 and a half line. Uh, then we're going to go to uh, last Saturday night game at Optus Stadium between the Saints. Uh, sorry, between the Dockers and the Saints. Freo dollar twenty-seven, heavily backed. St Kilda three eighty-five with a twenty-four and a half line. Both sides have only had one of their matches go over the total points this season. 
So if you put that in perspective, one out of seven games for each team have gone over. So, JD, shall we go the under? I think it's probably a play, mate. Like, you can see why St Kilda games are going under as well. They've combined to kick 45 goals, 78 behinds for the past six matches this year. They're absolutely putrid in front of goal. I think the only interstate team that have won over in Perth this year was Sydney in round one. So it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a graveyard for any teams travelling over there, which we found at the old Subiaco. So, yeah, what can what can you say? I think there has been some sharp money, though, for the Saints plus steady through the week, which has come down from about 27.5 to 23, yeah. 24.5 now. So, I, again, I'm not sure where that's coming from, almost like the Carlton line, but they're, they're called sharps for a reason. So there's got to be something behind it. Um yeah, but Ross Lyon's been in a bit of strife this week as well, so it'll be interesting to see how the boys respond for him on yeah. Saturday night over there. Yeah, I wouldn't call it sharp money, though, going back to St. Kilda, because Freo are 27-5 and when entering games in WA priced at $1.50 or lower over the last four years. St. Kilda are 4-21 and when 20-40 to 40 point outsiders and 4-33 and when priced above $3.50 over the last four years. So um, if, if the, the Sharps might back the line, that's fine. But I, I can see Freo just winning this easily. Um, but Freo are 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five games as well. So they could it could either be uh, around that 24.5, 27.5 line, or it just could be an absolute demolition by Freo. And I think they're in form. I don't think anyone can match up to Nat Fife. And I think he's my man. And also, for Saints fans, Jack Stephen averages uh, 109 fantasy points per game against Frio. So I'd do a sneaky over player prop on Jack Stephen. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely the classiest player they've got, which it's not saying a whole lot, because there's <laughs> no real A-grades I see in that whole lineup at the moment. I mean, it's a bit dark there for Saints fans, and you'd think, yeah, Nat Fife absolutely flying at the moment, back on his home deck. They should get the job done pretty comfortably, Frio. Yeah, definitely. Now, we're entering the home straight. Two Sunday games, and I think they're absolute rippers. First off, early afternoon at Eddie had North Melbourne versus Richmond. Um, and North Melbourne, everyone, I don't know if I've seen, like, you see sharp money more than me, but how, like, just quickly... Are many backing North, or is this just an easy Richmond demolition, as always? There's been a little bit of early week money for North. You're right at the plus. Um, It seems the Sharps have gone to a lot of the pluses this week. As we said, Carlton, St Kilda, North Melbourne. Um, Yeah, North Melbourne are sneaky sneaky good this year, I think. They play a very lockdown style. They keep games tight. I mean, they've won four of their last five, I think. Yep. We've got Jared Waits had a spell last week and they still got the job done without him. They just rested him. So he's coming back to a Ruse forward line that includes the Coleman medal leading Ben Brown, who I don't mind at all. Tassie be, native. Yeah, Tassie native <laughs> indeed. Um, and he also joins last week's four goal hero, Mason Wood, who's uh, come through in flying colours after that game. Yeah. Very underrated. Um, so that forward line consists, as we said, Jared Waite, Ben Brown, Mason Wood and Jack Zeeble, and that's the first time they're all together in 2018, but as we know, the Richmond back line, you've got Rance, Asprey, Grimes, Floston, it's... It's a pretty, it's a pretty tough out. It's a pretty tough out. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be a party pooper here for North fans. Uh, despite them having an okay record at Eddie Had over the last four years, they're two and eight when entering games priced at three dollars or higher, and they're also at a 26% win rate when 20 to 40 point underdogs, and have only covered the line 47% of the time. So we're talking about the line, but they actually don't, um, they don't 
go again. They don't beat the spread as often as you should. Uh, Richmond, um, let's just talk quickly about their amazing record as of late. Tigers, 19 and 1 when priced between a dollar one and a dollar twenty-five, and 13 and 2 when the line is set between 20 and 40 points. They beat the Roos the last two times at Etihad Stadium as well. So it looks like Richmond, um, especially if the game's still close and we all know what they can do in last quarters. Uh, it, it seems like an easy win for Richmond. North Melbourne, $4. Richmond, $1.24. Line, like we said, is around the four-goal mark, 25. Um, and the last game, uh, a real, real beauty to end things on, uh, to end things in round eight, the AFL season. Collingwood and Geelong. Everyone calls Collingwood, everyone calls Collingwood Geelong's bogey side, and especially me. But when you actually look at the numbers... Geelong is in a prime position to actually take away this game. Collingwood $2.40, Geelong $1.58. The line's at about 10 and a half. Has it pushed? Has it gone? What's the money no, looking for? that's sharp. The, the punders are seeing the bogey aspect of it as well, mate. They've yeah. brought it in from 11 and a half to now 8 and a half um, a few days out. So, yeah, they're taking the plus on Collingwood. It's, I, I just don't see it myself. They're without Pendlebury this week. Yeah. Cat's getting back Gary Ablett, which we don't know how long he's going to last. Still no Charlie Constable. Yeah, still no Constable, much <laughs> to your dismay. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely lean Cats at the minus here. I think they get the monkey off the back, so to speak, with Collingwood this week. We have seen a big lift in the pies over the last yeah. four or five weeks. They were averaging just 73 points, I think, the first few weeks of the season, which they've now lifted to 99 a game the past three or four We've seen that due to the inclusion of Jordan Ngoi, who might be in their best five players, yes. best, best four or five players, um, who absolutely dominated the Brisbane Lions last week and was pretty much the reason they got across the line in the end. But, yeah, yeah um, now the Lions come in so far, I'm definitely with the Cats minus. Now that you can get minus eight and a half around, I, I see them winning by three or four goals, I think. Yeah, well, um, all the numbers back what you say are uh, Geelong at 12 and 3 when priced between $1.50 and $1.75 since 2014. That would have given you 26% profit on turnover. Uh, Collingwood, on the other hand, 11 and 23 when entering games as an underdog of 20 points or less. And also 8 and 15 when priced above $2 since 2014. Like you said, no penalty hurts uh, Collingwood, uh, does favours for Geelong. Lines at 8.5. Geelong now look to be the steadier, and uh, hopefully they do get the line as a Geelong fan. Uh, but that's all we have with our games, but I'm going to quickly go through each game. I just want to get your prediction on the team head-to-head win and the line win, and I'm going to combine them. I'm going to see how you went, and if you did well, I'm going to have you back next week. <laughs> so, Hawthorne v. Sydney head-to-head. Uh, Sydney. And the line, which is now at about five and a half. I'll tell you the plus five and a half there. Yeah. GWS West Coast. GWS, bet of the week, minus 11.5. And, and a minus 11.5, yeah. yep. Carlton Essendon. Uh, this is a tough one for me. Um, I wouldn't really back Essendon with stolen money right now, but I think they can get the job done. No Joe Danaher either. No Joe Danaher, which I've been to an Essendon game live in the past three weeks, and that <laughs> might actually help them. Which is, <laughs> Sacrilege to say, because I thought he was actually a Brownlow Smoky this year, but he's uh, he's obviously been playing injured. So yeah, we'll go with Essendon. And the line? Uh, we'll take Carlton plus. Yep. Gold Coast Melbourne. Melbourne D's fan. I'm betting blindly here. Minus twenty one and a half. Yep. Ah, uh, showdown. Uh, Port Adelaide plus there for me. Port Adelaide outright as well. Love it. 
Uh, Dogs Brisbane. Mm, I'll take Brisbane at the plus here, but I'll take the Dogs to win outright. Yep. Uh, Frio Saints. Frio Saints. Saints plus Frio outright. North Richmond. Oh, very tough here again. I, 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 with all my heart, want to take North Melbourne plus, <laughs> but this Richmond team is an absolute juggernaut to get in front of at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll take Richmond outright. Richmond minus. And last one, Collingwood Geelong. Cats, cats here for me, and the cats to cover the eight and a half. Win by a few goals there. Good boy, good boy. Well, that uh, wraps everything up for our quick punt episode, our second edition, round eight. Uh, we're going to obviously come back for each round um, the day before each game starts. It will be up on fr- Friday lunchtimes for everyone. Don't forget to join our Patreon account, $5 a month. You can get a lot of exclusive content, a lot of things in the works, including a possible World Cup preview show, which is going to happen down the track. You can also find us on The Vault Studio. You can find us at The Vault Studio on Instagram and Facebook. You can also search for me, JD. We're going to tag him in. Um, you can uh, send your uh, You've Got to Be Kiddings or You Bloody Ripper, You've Made Me So Much Money on the Weekends. Um, but again, JD, thank you for joining us. Thank you, George. It's been a pleasure, mate. And to make a debut. Oh, it's great to make a debut. And um, just don't blame me when you hear it uh, over possibly a speakerphone tomorrow when you get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough, guys. We're done. Guys, get on the punt. Use this wisely. But remember to gamble responsibly. Don't chase your losses. And that is the Vault Nation way. Thanks, guys. I think you don't see me because I'm moving so fast. We